Hello and a very warm welcome to you, our dear listener. This is the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We have a great show lined up for you. Thanks for joining us. I am your host, Monica Kamokwa. Glad that you are tuned in. To start off the show is Barry Laseno, who will be talking about knowledge of trace on Health Talk. Then later on, Ian Muse will join us in the Bible segment with the topic, A Perfect Faith. But first, let's get the song, Tuna Ujasiri, by Mangu Voice of Hope. Stay tuned. Tuna Ujasiri waku ingia pataka kifu kwa damu ya keresu Alitufuru liangia ilio hainampia Ipitayo katika pazia ambayo bi mwini wake Tumekuwa na kuwani mku katika nyumba ya mungu kweli Tumekuwa na kuwani mku katika nyumba ya mungu Tusifanye dambi mwisho umekaribia Tujenge kwa imani katika pendo la mungu Ukutukingo jabwana kwa kukesha na kuomba Kitambo tutashinda dambi Tusifanye dambi mwisho umekaribia Tujenge kwa imani katika pendo la mungu Ukutukingo jabwana Wakukesha na kuomba Kitambo tutashimba dambi Matukari bie wenye mioyo ya kweli kwa utimilifu Bali, bali tumeinizwa mioyo Tuwache dhami rambaya Tulishike tumarini letu Bila kusita sitatana Yeye aliyetuaidi Yesu ni mwaminifu kweli Yeye aliyetuaidi Yesu ni mwaminifu Tusifanye dhambi mwisho umekaribia tujenge kwa imani katika pendo la Mungu Ukutukingoja Bwana kwa kukesha na kuomba kitambo tutashinda dhambi tusifanye dhambi mwisho umekaribia tujenge kwa imani katika pendo la Mungu Ukutukingoja Bwana Wakukesha na kuomba Kitambo tutashinda dhambi Tujiangalie sisi kwa sisi na kuhimiza na sote Katika upendo na kazi nzuri kwa shamba lake wala tusiache kukusanyika pamoja kama waamini 
Welcome back dear listener that was to know Jasiri by Mangu Voice of Hope. You're listening to the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the Voice of Hope. Here comes Barry Laseno with more on knowledge of stress. Remember, health is wealth. Stay tuned and be on the know. with great pleasure that I welcome you to this program today. Thank you for joining us and I hope you will be blessed by the end of this session. Today, we want to expand more on the knowledge of stress and how to cope. Our lives were never meant to be lived in the constant state of tension that is so common today. On your way to shop or work, just take a look at the people around. Notice how many of them who look tense and drawn. Also notice how many of them are relaxed, smiling and really happy. Most of them developed what is called USU, which means unnecessary sense of urgency. They rush around when they should be walking and drive as if on a rally race. All this contribute to more stress that is greatly affecting people these days. I plan to present some lessons on stress and how to cope with it. Stress is simply the body's reaction to wear and tear of everyday life. Every single activity that you do, the emotions you feel, the thoughts going through your mind, all this set up stress. However, it is good to remember that individual people bear stress differently. One person can adjust to changes in his lifestyle while another will crumble under the same circumstances. Stress, however, can often be useful in your life. Your body and mind were built to take stress and to benefit from the occasional adrenaline shock, which is a great cure from boredom and indifference. Stress can be helpful when handled well. Stress does give you the added motivation to overcome obstacles and bring you strength to handle threatening situations which might damage or destroy your happiness, home, your safety, or even your self-esteem. However, beyond a certain level, 
which varies with every individual, stress becomes destructive. For example, intense and persistent anger, fear, frustration, or worry, this can threaten your health. This buildup of stress without the release of tension, which leads to trouble. You need to know the limit of your abilities beyond which stress becomes negative with harmful results. Your life is like a piece of rubber which can be stretched from time to time again and will continue to return to the original size. But there is a point beyond which you should not be stretched. There is a point where stress can rob you of your people and rest. Actually, it is not the stress itself that is so important and dangerous as the mental and physical response that you do that matter. Adrenaline is a hormone in our systems. It has been established that large amounts of adrenaline are pumped into your system by all your shocks, worries, and anxieties that could have well been used in hard work. When this adrenaline is not used in hard work, it affects other areas of your body. The adrenaline will increase the heart pump rate, the blood pressure, and also increase the output of blood, fats, and increased blood concentration. Lack of exercise and hard work to burn off the chemical effects of your tension and worries is one major reason why heart disease is becoming one of the great killers these days. Also, there are many people who suffer from ulcers because of the excessive pressures of work, life, and worries about family, finances, and troubles. However, a suitable definition of stress is still yet to be formulated. Isn't it true that what you may find stressful will be enjoyable to another? There are some people who are stress seekers. They are looking out for problems to solve and challenges to meet. Others prefer a peaceful, untroubled, ordinary day-to-day -day life. Some people are afraid of heights, while others, the stress seekers, like to climb mountains or take part in jumping from aeroplanes with parachutes. This is exhilarating, very exciting to them. However, most people are not stress seekers, but copers. With population explosion, work dissatisfaction, lack of employment, troubles at home and in the society, family troubles, financial limitations, worries and cares of what to wear and eat tomorrow, all these circumstances make many people today to be stress copers. How can you know if you are under stress? What are the symptoms, the signs of stress? The first sign of stress can be excessive tiredness, irritability, inefficiency at work and at home, and even depression. After this body tends to break at the weakest point. Some people get some severe headaches, other severe backaches, skin rashes, stomach disorders like indigestion. But these are just warning signs which can lead to more serious problems like stomach ulcers and even heart disease. Many do not experience these signs but go straight from exhaustion to heart attack. Isn't that dangerous? Most patients do not want to be told that their illness under stress is mentally related. This means that the thought of one's mind affects the chemistry of the body. The following quotation from the book Ministry of Healing by Ellen G. White will be useful to clarify this point. The relation that exists between the body and the mind is very intimate. When one is affected, the other sympathizes. The condition of the mind affects the health to a far greater degree than many realize. Many of the diseases from which men suffer are the result of depression, anxiety, discontent, remorse, guilt, distrust, all tending to break down the life forces and to invite decay and death. What are the various ways you could handle the stress that you should be facing in your day-to-day -day life? I have a suggestion for you. Start your day with a happy disposition. Can you afford a smile? I believe you can. And if so, thank you very much for being with us and I wish you God's blessings for today. My name is Beryl Asen.
This is the New Life Program with me, Monica Kamoko, your host, coming to you live from the Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. It is always a pleasure to have you with us and you haven't missed a lot. If you wish to drop comments, suggestions, or questions, do so through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Or email us at awrnairobi at eku.adventist.org. Now that that is off the way, here is a song, Hapo Zamani by Mangu Voice of Hope. You are listening to the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Don't change the channel. Hapo Zamani Moyo ulijawara ukiwa Nuru ya jabu ikaimulika Ni upendo wa Yesu waniokoa My dear listener, thanks for choosing our station. We are because you are. And now, please join me as I welcome Ian Muse for the Bible segment. His message is A Perfect Faith. Be blessed. I greet you, dear listener, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to our study today and feel at the feet of Jesus. Our topic today is a perfect faith. I am your presenter, Ian Musa. At this point, someone is thinking that I am a perfectionist. Certainly not even one can claim to be perfect, but every Christian is a follower of a perfect Savior. Jesus left us as a perfect example. And just as soon as we say God cannot keep me from sinning, we are venturing on deadly ground. In essence, we are saying, Satan is powerful enough to tempt me to sin. But Jesus is not powerful enough to keep me from sin. My Bible tells me that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. First John chapter 4 verse 4. He who attempts to justify his sin negates his justification. The central issue of Jesus' mission was to save us from sin's penalty and power. We who committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8 The undisputed work of the devil is to tempt us to sin. And Jesus came to shatter those shackles that bind us and set the captives free. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1 If you think about it, everybody obeys God some of the time, at least while they are sleeping. But the Lord is looking for a people who will obey him consistently. That's why the Lord told Moses, Oh, that there was such an heart in them, that they would fear me and keep all my commandments always that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 29 Notice that the Lord asked us to keep all of his commandments always, not to make us miserable, but for the ultimate happiness of us and our children. King Darius said to Daniel, Thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. Daniel chapter 6 verse 16 Keep in mind that the ones who do obey God consistently are often the last ones 
to be aware of it. In fact, I will avoid anyone who parades their perfection. When Daniel had a vision of God, he said, My calmliness was tuned in me into corruption. Daniel chapter 10 verse 8 This is because the closer we come to the light of God, the more aware we become of our imperfections. One ray of the glory of God, one gleam of the purity of Christ, penetrating the soul, makes every spot of defilement painfully distinct and lays bare the deformity and defects of the human character. He loathes himself as he views the pure, spotless character of Christ. Steps to Christ. 29. The Bible is oozing with exceeding great and precious promises, that by this ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 4. Here are just a few. Mark the perfect man, and behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. Psalms 37 verse 37. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Romans chapter 8 verse 37. Now thanks be unto God, who always causeth us to triumph in Christ, and make it manifest the Savior of his knowledge by us in every place. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. Wherefore he is able to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Jude chapter 1 verse 24. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present world. Titus chapter 2 verse 11 to 12. Those who refuse to believe that we can live victorious lives are accusing God of a gross and cruel injustice in asking us to do the impossible, then punishing us for not doing it. That would be something like a father asking his young toddler to touch the ceiling and as the little child is straining to reach up seven feet above on tiptoes, the father smacking the child to the ground and yelling, I told you to touch the ceiling and you disobeyed me. An ugly picture I know. But suppose that I ask my toddler to touch the ceiling and as he is straining and stretching to do the impossible, I gently reach down and lift him up to his goal. This is how the Bible pictures God. Within every command of God, there is inherent the power to obey. For example, God says, Ye shall be holy, for I the Lord your God am holy. Leviticus chapter 9 verse 2 And as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 15 Notice the word be. When the Lord created the world, he said, Let there be light, and there was light. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. When Jesus cleansed the leper, he said, Be thou clean, and he became clean. Likewise, when Jesus said, Be ye therefore perfect. Matthew chapter 4 verse 48. The enabling power itself is in the divine word be. I know 
that when God asks us to live a holy life, it seems at times unattainable. But remember, when God asks us to cross an ocean without a boat, he will either part the sea or enable us to walk on water. Remember that Jesus said, Without me, ye can do nothing. John chapter 15 verse 5 But Paul added, I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 So what is the essence of Christian perfection? If we look at the context of Matthew chapter 5 verse 44 to 47, Jesus is speaking of loving our enemies. When we reach verse 48 and Jesus says, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. It becomes clear that he is talking about perfect love. Further proof for this concept is borne out in Luke chapter 6 verse 36, where Jesus words it differently. Be ye therefore merciful, as your Father is also merciful. I ask this question again. What is Christian perfection? Perfect love and perfect mercy. Perfect love is demonstrated in a willingness to obey. If ye love me, keep my commandments. John chapter 14 verse 15. For example, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego loved God more than their own lives and were willing to go to the fiery furnace rather than dishonor him. And Daniel was willing to go to the lion's den rather than be ashamed of his God. Though this love is rare, it is real and attainable for all who believe. Sin is more than a single offense. Sin is a lifestyle. Before Jesus saves us, we are slaves to sin. After Jesus saves us, we may still sleep, but sin shall not have dominion over you. Romans chapter 6 verse 14 For the Christian, where sin once sat enthroned and unchallenged, Jesus now sits as Lord and King on the throne of our hearts. Listen to this verse. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the last thereof. Romans chapter 6 verse 12 This does not mean genuine Christians will not make mistakes. There are too many examples in the Bible where they do. This is why John said, My little children, these things I write unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. 1 John chapter 2 verse 1 However, the mistakes should be the exception, not the rule. Listener, this concept is clearly described in that famous book, Steps to Christ. The character is revealed not by occasional good deeds and occasional misdeeds, but by the tendency of the habitual words and acts. Chapter 57 For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. First John chapter 5 verse 4 Let us boldly claim the promise of victory over sin. Amen. Thank you for your time. I was your presenter, Ian Musa. My dear listener, thank you for staying tuned throughout the show. I hope you're blessed just like I was. 
Don't forget to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Until next time, I have been your host, Monica Kamokwa. God bless you abundantly.